<clears throat> Run. Peel. Chat. Repeat. Repeat. Welcome to series two for episode 12. Um, all three of us are back. <laughs> um, against Matt and Neil's wishes, I've uh, forced them onto a call, somehow managed to find some time on a random Wednesday night. Um, but really, this is all about something coming up this Saturday, which is the night of the 10,000 PBs. Um, before I go into any details about that, um, Neil, down in Worthing, how are you? Hi, just got back. I've been down in Cornwall for, mm. for, for a while. Pick up a van, uh, amongst other things. But yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, It seems to have been a bit of downtime uh, since Manchester, a bit of like... Um, sort of uh, non-focus really or really unsure about which direction to go next so I've been keeping up the park runs uh, been entering local races where I could just for fun um, just for trophy you know um, but um, just for a win just, you know just what, to win yeah. but um, yeah we'll see we're um, yeah I'm, I'm all right thank you yeah I'm all Lovely. right yeah. and uh, Matt Kitching up in Watford how are you going Hello. Yeah, very well. Thank you. I've not been winning any races, unlike Neil, but um, yeah, still good. We can't all be winners, can we? No. <laughs> Famously, it's got to be one, one, one person per race. You've got to pick your race. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, and talking of picking good races, uh, Matt's, Matt's picked a hell of a race. Um, so, I don't know. For me, this is like probably the highlight of, of the running calendar, along with like London Marathon. It's one of those runs that I've never been able to get into, but I've loved going along to watch. Um, it's called the Night of the 10,000 PBs, and I was alerted to it a few years ago when they needed volunteers. And it seems like it's just grown every year. So essentially, it's a track race, 10,000 metres. Um, and it's at Highgate's track in Parliament Hill. And because they've got so many people that want to do it, the time's gone from kind of sub 35 minutes you would get into the race. You'd have to have a, have a PB of that or run it within 12 months or something. And then it's slowly gone down. So this year was 32 minutes for men and 37 for women. Is that right? 36? So I think so. I think the men actually did end up opening to 33, actually. Yes. Yes, I saw that the other day, but I didn't have that. So no chance. Um I went along a few years ago and we all got very drunk and, uh, yeah. and in lane three, they, the runners run in lane one and two, you stand on the track, it's free to attend, there's a bar on the back straight. There's in two there. bars, I think. Oh, I think there's now a second bar, anyway. That's a good idea because it was so busy at the other one, but a tent, like a gazebo, goes over the whole of the back straight, mm -hmm. so you're almost running inside. And the atmosphere is phonetic and there's by the time the sun goes down there's fireworks and you're a little bit pissed not the runners and there's people commentating on the race from a double decker red bus in the middle of yeah. the field and they fireworks. give out these little but, pin yeah. badges that say night of the ten thousand pbs you can buy hot dogs there's kids and dogs and runners and mayhem have you seen the latest this year's attraction oh no What's that? that they're putting in the middle of the track no. There is a climbing wall. <laughs> <laughs> and you have to go over How it second. on each lap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How great is that? It's a brand new field event, they said. Oh. Um, 
That's interesting. Yeah. So last time I went... Well, will it be for like speed climbing events or something? I wonder if they'll be genuinely doing stuff on it or will it just be for kids or something? Ooh. No, no, it's free to go. Kids, adults, anybody just climb up this giant wall. How do, you, um, how do you get over? You go over on a bridge. So I went over, they make this bridge up that goes over the track on the home straight. Oh, wow. And yeah, it looks amazing for the photos because they've got all obviously Pro Direct or whoever are sponsoring. So they get all their stuff on the scaffolding. And I walked over and Nike had stuff in the infield. And you remember I said on one of the other episodes that my t-shirt from Nike, the 10,000 PBs, was because I'd gone over, run a mile on a treadmill and then got all this free Nike kit. So that happens during the afternoon. So while I was sitting on the on the bank, sort of drinking drinking my um, sort of Polish lager, you you were there just getting all the freebies that you could, and I didn't realise all this was all this was going on. It was like, a, a, wasn't there like an exercise bike you had to sort of get pedal for, yeah. like, for like ten you minutes? You got to go down early for these things. Like I got some Strava socks for free as well. You got to. I'm going down at two o'clock this week this year. Um, so it starts. Are you from, going? I thought you had a race. Surprise! I'm coming along. Hey. Because, um, Middlesex have decided to put my race on at 6:25 p.m. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. So same, same day. Same day. There's two. There's two days of Middlesex champs. What I were they thinking? What were they thinking? <sighs> Um, I entered the 1500 meters and left the 5k and the 3k alone. This is track stuff. And um, yeah, they put it on last event of um, the first day. So I'm going to come along and watch you. You should be done within about 28 minutes. And then I'm going to stick around till Georgia starts at half four. Yeah. And then watch her start. And then I can go be there for half five because I need to be there an hour before, of course. Come Where on. are you going? Sorry, you just Lee, Lee Valley. Oh, Lee Valley. Oh, okay. That's yeah, about that's half an hour to an hour. An hour. So then it I'll is. Um, yeah, Lee Valley. Sorry, Lee Valley is great though. Have you ever raced there? No, I've never raced. No, I, I have run around the track before my running days. Actually, I used to train there quite a lot. Um, oh right, my fencing. Yeah, we do our S and C there. So I used to be in the gym of all the um, British athletes. You know, the British like um, Christy Nokorogu. Um, she'd be there doing weights whilst I was sort of like oh, doing. Wow. Well, she'd have a bar and I'd have this sort of stick and sort of be going down with a stick and oh my god I'm absolutely useless I can't get my position right but but on the track outside we'd often be made to sort of do a bit of um you know do a 400 or do something inside yeah yeah no it's, it's a nice track and it's got a um like a warm-up almost like wood chip like bark path thing around the outside as well which is nice and indoors it has an indoor track that so you should definitely definitely try and crush the lap in there yes yeah the indoor looks amazing because with the um shane benzie stuff I, I saw some of the filming that they'd done it's a blue track isn't it with the, yep. the glass at one end that says track and field right they've actually yeah, got it's... another track in there as well i don't oh, know yeah. if you saw that one but on the top so behind that track up on the top they've got a 200 meter straight wow um, oh. like, um so it's like it's yeah it's up on the balcony um and i remember I remember the danger ball guys. I think it might be called something else, but the wheelchair rugby it's called now, I think, but it was then called danger ball. But they would, they would be training uh, really hard, kind of going along the top and then motoring down, down the ramp to the, to the ground floor and then, then motoring right back up to the other side. 
and then sort of straight back across. They were just like doing reps of just like endurance down the hill, up the hill, along, down the hill, up the hill, kind of thing, which looked nuts. You know, we were just sort of there. Again, we were just stretching in the sandpit. Amazing. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it, but it's just a real shame with the timings because then I should be done hopefully within four or five minutes and then back to uh yeah obviously then i'll have the medal ceremony hopefully and then back to night of the ten thousand pbs try and find a parking space nearby and then watch it's the european trials isn't it for the uk team and yeah it's the british trials for the euros no euros and worlds i think yeah this is the british championships then yeah 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 so um I've got the who's there entry list actually. Hold yes. on. Obviously, no, I don't think this is. Uh, I know one. Ellis Cross, who the biggest um, name is Sarah recently. He's in it, isn't he? Oh, is he? Yes. So, so the biggest name is Matthew Kitchen. Um, <laughs> closely, closely followed by Johnny, or, or equally Johnny's there. Sorry, Johnny. Um, Johnny's there. Yeah, there's George... a few recognisable yeah. names. Yeah. <laughs> the um, so the. The final race of the night, the men's A race, which is being paced for, so there's a human pacer at the front and then there's two sets of wave light pacers. So the wave lights are going at 27.28, which is ridiculous, <laughs> and 28.15. And the names that jump out are Emil Keres, yeah. uh, Jake Smith, Mohammed Mohammed, Ben okay. Connor, Zachary Mohammed. Richard Ringer, who I think won the last time it was raised. Yeah, he's got the record, hasn't he? Uh, Nigel Martin, Sam Atkin, Yemen Cripper, Ellis Cross, uh, Sufian Buchiki, or have you pronounced that? Charles Hicks, Hugo Milner, Matt Leach, Jack Rowe. Uh, Great Northern run, run. Yeah, that's the most recognisable ones, I think. Wow. Uh, and then in the women's race which is being paced for 31.25 and 32.20. There's uh, Jess Judd, Charlotte Arter, Clara Evans, Amy Eloise Markovic, Ailish McColgan, which will be interesting to see what time she runs, Philly Bowden, uh, Samantha Harrison, Jess Gibbon, Mary McLennan, uh, Verity Ockenden, Lily Partridge. I mean, these are just stacked, aren't they? They're ridiculous. Polly Dixon. It's like so good. <laughs> yeah, outrageous. And Naomi Mitchell as well from our Portuguese camp. Yeah, although I can't see her name. Is second she at, in the... Second at Manchester. Second at Manchester, yeah. yeah. I'm, getting, I'm getting very good with all these names now. Just the world of Instagram and actually being a complete geek on this has just really helped. It's amazing. Yeah. So I think Samantha, See, Harris, Samantha Harrison had just won the London 10K or something. Oh, second in the London 10K behind Ailish as well. I, think. I yeah. don't know if Naomi Mitchell may have pulled out because I can't see her name anymore. Um, it's definitely Mitchell, isn't it? Yeah, Mitchell, yeah. Yeah, um, no, it's returning no results, I'm afraid. I don't know if it's been updated. Well, hopefully she's running. So, yeah. That's just, yeah. That's just, that's one, that's one of, yeah. It's one of, a, one of about 10 races, isn't it? Uh, there's yeah, the first one, right? There's eight races. I'm in, I'm in race one, the kids' race. Um, 
and then yeah they get a little bit quicker after that <laughs> and there's some mile in there as well right there's like a uh, there's two yeah nike um uh, what are they called i've forgotten already um oh it's not on this email yeah the it's very famous and i don't know the name yeah so i don't like miles is it like the celebrity mile or something no 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 this is a Actually, yeah, this is a big proper one. Yeah, it was a, it was a Strava mile previously. Where yeah, I thought there were a few a few uh, Instagrammers that ran it basically, but good ones, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. there was in past years. There have been this one is um, this one is different, but I just can't remember the name of the race, which is annoying. Anyway, um, yeah. Anyway. All I'll good. try and find it. Oh, hang on. I've got it. Emsley Carmile and the Millicent Fawcett Mile. Yes. Both sponsored by Nike, despite the fact that the event is sponsored by On, which is... Yeah. Oh. Little uh, conflict there. Um, but yes. Yeah, uh, anyone be wearing On shoes on the day? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they do track shoes? Yeah, yeah they do. I do think. <laughs> I just I'm sort of imagining the sort of the, the kind of the weird um, <laughs> yeah. soles the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With some spikes on the top of them. I'm just oh, popping wow. a bit of this, by the way. Oh. I'm keeping to some of us are keeping, keeping to some traditions from, what have from you got there? Uh, this was a, a birthday present from oh. from Eva Martin. Uh, um lap twenty-six, American Pay Ale. It's called Overdrive. I like it. Lap. And running. the um the cover looks like um what's that called? Road rash, but road not. rash. When you sort of drive on past someone and kind of pick them. Yeah. Sorry, I brought that one up a bit. Um, but yeah. No, that looks nice. And you've even got an ice chilled glass. You're like a proper oh, you yeah. can't pour though for shit. shit. No, <laughs> yeah, so you've basically got a shot of beer and head for the rest of the glass. That's strong. <laughs> that's, that's the aesthetic of this. It, it, it's men who do this, so just just leave it. Oh, apologies, accepted. Um, it's a new kind of beer. It is a new kind. You, you uh, wouldn't know, Sam. You wouldn't know. Yeah, because I'm drinking cordial ahead of my mile tomorrow. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, take it anyway, easy. most importantly, I would like to discuss night um, of ten thousand PBs. Um, Neil, I've got some questions, but please do ask as well if you have any or do what you need um first off i think we'd like to go from we just run run, run manchester marathon you obviously got this in the calendar for six six weeks later yeah six weeks what yeah. do you do what do you do how long do you have off and what do you do as coming back into training to go between those two distances uh good question one that my coach would answer better than me i had five days off so um Five. First run back was the Saturday after. Um, but that was just easy half hour or something like that. Wow. And then another easy one Sunday. And easy, to be honest, most of the following week. I think Thursday was the first workout, which was just three by seven minutes or something. So um so just on that, then, what do you think about taking two weeks off? Because I know that originally or Classically, it's like have two weeks off, have a month off. But personally, I felt that your legs get used to running further distances and then what, you what is, what is back into yeah. stuff a bit more. What is off, though, I suppose? That's yeah, true. And that as well. Just, yeah, I mean, I think I would probably have had more time off if it would. 
I think this race is the only thing that got me yeah. back quicker. Um, so yeah, I probably I would have taken a more like ten days rather than a week. But um, and yeah, probably been completely off rather than um, yeah, rather than what I did. I did also I should have said actually on the Friday I think I went on the bike um, <laughs> just to try and get my legs moving again. But I mean I actually felt fine. I don't know about you guys. I actually felt fine after Manchester. Yeah, wasn't really 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 tired or anything. So. Those shoes, hey? Another benefit. Yeah, the shoes. And then in terms of what we've done since, I mean, he always refers to it as sharpening, which I don't really know what that means, but I guess it just means doing slightly faster stuff and slightly less volume. So that's it, really. I think I switched to, for a few weeks, I did three, so lower volume, but three workouts a week. So Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, and then a much shorter long run than, obviously, don't need to do the long runs. We'll be doing long runs for... Must be quite, weeks or whatever. That's kind of the nice, that's one of the nicest things, I think. I suppose you've got something coming up, but to not actually think I've got to do a long run. Yeah. Yeah, no. no. That's Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you have a do you have a session that has that stood out for you in these six weeks, five weeks that you are like, that's that's got me like feeling good or confident or was really tough? One for the yeah. one for the crowd. Yeah, I mean, I should um, mention that I've been very fortunate to have our clubmate Ali um, <laughs> most Tuesday nights. He's done the session with me because the sessions have looked quite ominous on paper, quite daunting on paper. And so just having someone there it makes it a lot easier. So the last three weeks, the sessions that we've done together, three by 2K off, 1K float, four by a mile plus two by 800. And then... 2k threshold three by a k and four by 300 so if doing those on your own would just be yeah demoralizing so having somebody there made them so much easier um so yeah rather than answer your question you, you asked for one i gave you three um perfect i think i think probably that last the one last night was was actually probably the hardest um so the threshold was fine plus i had a stag um this weekend so <laughs> i was a bit tired maybe maybe that's made it hard but um 2k threshold easy is yeah easy but then the three by a k at 5k race pace was hard and then finish it off with four by 300 and they were meant to be a mile effort um which i don't i've never run a mile so i don't know what mile effort is so that's random hard. you don't know what that is just run hard <laughs> but um yeah they were very, yeah that was hard the whole session well, I'd like to apologise now for once again leaving you high and dry. You've asked me for the past three weeks what my running plans are, and I've I've completely I wouldn't say ghosted you, but I've replied no. And it has just been because I've been doing slightly different training, and one time the workout looked repulsive. I mean, four times a mile, right, and then something else at the end that was dirty. Four by a mile plus two by eight hundred. Um, yeah, was hard. I think they're at 10, the Mars are at 10k pace as well. So, you know, 10k is six miles. That's two thirds of it done. Yeah, I just knew that it wouldn't quite work. Um, um, it wouldn't quite work with what I had, but I do I do want to run with you, but I'm very glad that Ali was there because I see you guys running and I, I do get some FOMO. Um, Ali got something on the horizon too, or is this just like literally to help you? Because that's pretty, pretty 
good actually. Um, well, yeah, I know, and he looks annoyingly fine every week. <laughs> like he's not, you know, like Sam is fine, but he does breathe quite heavily. So you, you at least get the imp- you get the impression that he's tired, even if he's not that bad. Ali is just silent, just deadly silent. He's not breathing at all. You just turn around expecting him to be. Um, you turn around expecting him to be fine. Uh, sorry, expecting him to be sort of gassed, and he's just absolutely fine, which is sickening. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the um, photographers on the pad wreck track. I assume you're doing it there, or is it up at up at up at Gladstone? I can't. Yeah, remember. no, they're they're at Paddington. So you got to look I mean, good. You got to look good for these photographers that are always sort of lurking in the bushes. Oh <laughs> well, no, he yeah. He's annoyingly good, isn't he? Hold on, yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, sorry. In answer to your question, I think he, his next race is um, uh, the half Sam's doing. What's it called Hackney Half? Is it? Yeah. Oh, cool. But you've all just found out that it's not certified. So. Doesn't yeah. The, the question on that one is, you know, should we be bothered or not? Just enjoy the race. I think you're just going to. I think it's a really fun race. I've done it before. But, um, yeah. Yeah, it is uncertified, but whatever. Are you doing it as well, Neil? I was thinking about it, and actually, the uncertifiedness of it has put me off. It's it's yeah. um, it was I think when you guys bought tickets for this festival, um, it was cheaper. I think Sam um, Sam Barrow found some tickets <laughs> that were cheaper, and it's now like sixty five quid. And 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 it's and it, and it's not you. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, I'm not exactly in shape for that right now. I could just go and enjoy it. Because what's wrong with going to a marathon and paying money and just running around enjoying it? Um, absolutely nothing. But whatever. You'll have fun, Sam. Yeah. Um, but yes, back yeah. to night of the ten thousand. I would like to know. Going into a race like this, you obviously know everyone in your race is running around your pace. So. I mean, you could could win your race, but then it's one of eight, so it's a very different thing. What 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 are you aiming for? Like, are you going in looking for like um, a PB, I guess, a track PB, or are you going in like trying to win the the, the heat? What what are your plans? What what are you thinking? Uh, well, I don't have a track ten k PB, so one no. of those would be nice. Um, nice. Uh, I don't fancy my chances of winning my race because the five or so names that I do recognise all regularly beat me. So um, I suspect, yeah, that might be off the cards. And I think the, I don't quite know which way around it's done, but it says that they're in sort of seed order, the 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 entry list, and I'm literally bang in the middle. So it doesn't matter which way around they are. I'm, I'm still ranked mid pack. Um <laughs> I didn't like I said the the pace the sorry the, the race has two paces so um my race is paced for 32 and 3230 so I was just trying going to try and go with the 32 but towards the back of that pack and just see how it goes doesn't I, I I'm not going to pride myself on a track 10k that's not going to be my thing so I'm just going to go and enjoy it tomorrow nice 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 that sounds great um shoes i've run in the drive oh. recently and i thought they were amazing you've run in them and it's not that i'm not a fan i think they're fine i just think they're 
slightly more cushioned spikes then then i would put them on hoping they'd be like super you know like um vapor flies for the track and they're just not at all they're they're just like wearing streaks i think um because really? that's my alternative is to wear streaks and to be honest they just feel the exact same um yeah because i'd um run in some nike victory cross-country shoes um like last year's 3000 and they just annihilated my calves um afterwards and then i'd run in some kind of takumi sends which just felt too minimalist for a shoe for me but then when i put these on they were just I guess I was expecting just spikes and then they had this cushioning at the back, which gave my Achilles a bit more support. And I guess I'm only running four laps. <laughs> That's the thing. That probably makes a difference. Yeah. It does, doesn't it? And I'm thinking I'm only running four laps. And even then, <laughs> I feel it in my calves the next day, to be fair. But so you, what, what do you think you're going to go with then now? Are you still unsure? Uh, I mean, I like I say, I don't think there's much, much difference between wearing them or streaks. And I feel a little bit daunted by, um, you know, like I didn't do athletics as a child. I've not, I think I've only done a handful of track races ever, to be honest. So I feel like I need to wear spikes to at least look like I know what I'm doing. Um, so I think I'll probably go for spikes, but then the week after might be a bit tough. I mean, I, I've worn them for a few reps and both times the next day, my calves have been pretty, not bad, but you can tell the difference between wearing them and wearing shoes so yeah yeah absolutely like the warm-up has to be longer i don't know whether that's a that that would be a thing i don't know for getting used to compared to sort of being able to run straight off i don't know if you're saying you run straight off with vapor flies um in a, in a marathon but yeah maybe there's Hopefully. A, something yeah i mean inside running guys have talked mm. about extensively about doing some strides in it one week and then doing a few efforts in it the next week and just building your calves into the idea of the lower drop and more impact, I guess. Right. Yeah. I just didn't really have to tie. Like I wasn't going to wear them before the marathon and then you've got like five weeks. <laughs> so, yeah. so um, yeah, I just haven't really had the tie. I, I, look, it'll be fine. It's there's worse things in the world than wearing <laughs> low drop shoes or whatever. So um, yeah, it'll so, be fine. I think on that, you know, I, I'm. This is a geeky running podcast, so I want to get, get as geeky as I get when I'm thinking about a race. What are you? What are you? Uh, what's the rest of the kit going to be? Most importantly, <laughs> what, what vest are you going to wear? Uh, you have to wear your club vest, and that is Queen Spark. Oh, good to hear. Hoops. Just making sure because not everyone in this conversation is still a oh. fame. Oh. oh, shame. I think you do. I'm UA. I you have to wear. I'm UA yes. at the moment. You must have to do if it's yeah. a championship race. Yeah. Is it? A, is yours a championship race? I don't think it is. No. no. I mean, it won't be. No. It's only the um, championship race is the main, the main one. I think, isn't it? Yes. Although I'm just reading the rules now. Well, not the rules. The email. Um, yeah, you're right. I think I think that's only relevant to the last two races for both genders. I think. Um, and it says. You have to uh Neil lifted up a plate of beige. He's he's night of the ten thousand <laughs> sorry, I keep interrupt I keep really interrupting when there's a really in, when there's a there's a really important point about being made, but yeah, I've got that looks mine. amazing. 
Night of the Ten Thousand Barbies. Yeah, well, you know, this is what you deserve after uh, seven hours in a in a car. You know, it's great. Sorry, Matt. No, no, I was just saying it says, yeah, if you're in the last two races of either gender, I think you have to wear your club, your first claim club vest, your county vest, your area vest, your district, regional or national vest. Okay. So I can wear whatever the hell I want, basically. I don't know. I wear my club vest. I've got no idea what else I wear. Just wear an England shirt. An England shirt. (laughs) Well, I do have a Middlesex vest. I could wear that. Matt. No, come on, Matt. I could just, I could just turn off and, um, yeah. That's, no, a, not. that's a mic drop move, isn't it? I might, uh, I might miss you, though, on your lap, so I might not be able to cheer. <laughs> you wouldn't know who I was. No, I wouldn't recognise you without the hoops. Um, it's novel to see some hoops running around the track. I really, really, really want someone to film um, the race. I'm, I'm going to do some recording down there, so I'm going to chat to Matt literally just before the race, if he'll chat, and then I'll chat to him after. I mean, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure there's a live, live. stream. Oh, good. Well, I'm in a wedding, so that'll be really nice to see. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've got a memory of Alan um, from the, the club, uh, our ultra guy who who was watching the Olympic marathon. Lawrenson, Alan Lawrenson. Yeah, in, in a nightclub in uh, on a stag do, but he was in a nightclub, and his mates kept taking photos of him, like watching the Olympic the Olympic marathon. It's like going, that's amazing. Oh my god, it's great! And he watched the entire like two. Well, you know, it's only two hours long. I suppose. <laughs> that is amazing. Love Weird. it. Yeah, this won't be too. Yeah, hard. no. Vinco, Vinco Sports, I think it is on. It says on here, uh, streaming it. But um, I don't know if they're streaming every race, or maybe they only start when it gets quick. Uh, the, the last, the last couple of races are on BBC. I think I play it from eight o'clock. It's on BBC. I think. Really? Wow. Oh, so jealous. So. Next thing, I mean, I want to get really because I'm thinking about these things, that's why it's kind of coming up. What about um, short, shorts and socks? Because socks are really important in these kind of shoes, you know, because I get heat. So, socks, what are you going to wear? Have you, have you tried stuff? Are you ready? Are you just going to pull out the ones that come out the box? What? Uh, I haven't thought about it at all. I mean, I've worn. I've worn socks at the track when I've worn the spikes. So, I mean, I wear socks. I don't know. Do you not have any um, issues usually? No, Fine. not usually. I th- I once tried to wear w- my old spikes. I tried to wear without socks. No, that didn't go well. I've seen that. Yeah, um, the guy at that Ealing Mile wore no socks and he won the race, but he clearly was made of a lot tougher stuff than me. He won the A race. He was from Highgate. He had an American accent. I mean, just all those things. Way tougher. Um, so, why, what, so why would you reckon sp- split shorts or half tights? Split shorts all the way. Split shorts. As short as possible. As short as possible. As short as you can. I think the weight of the the, the tights. You've got to reduce the weight, you know. Although Ed would say, what about the drag? What about the drag on the back if you without the uh, the drag? Ed's a cyclist, right? now right so he's shaved (laughs) shaves everything surely so he's running the mile with me tomorrow night actually edwin Edwin. he's running well um so we we actually have four minutes and 14 seconds left um so i've got a couple of questions main one i want to ask is um are you gonna wear a watch yeah 100 percent. are you yeah well i mean i hadn't thought about it but i would just say yeah because i always wear a watch um, I know I'd be interested to 
Yeah. Mind you, although is that weight? Because I was going to say I'd be interested to look at the heart rate data with the, with the chest strap. But yeah, you'll say that adds weight. Yeah. So and uh, Strava as well, right? <laughs> for Strava, yeah, it, it didn't happen. You don't you want to do a manual upload, but equally, you, you're used oh. to running with that um, heart rate monitor for a marathon. Look at 235 marathon with it. You'll be fine, right? Yeah. I mean, that's not any weight, is it really? So, no, I, I was going to wear a watch and stuff. Yeah. Also, just thinking about it while we're on that. You just ran a marathon and the last 10K was sub 35 minutes and you're just going for 32 and this track race. Yes, Neil. Can you believe it? He ran from... No, he went away and ran a sub 35 in that last 10K of Manchester. I think you could go quicker. I know you're going to say the shoes, the track, all shoes. that. But you could run a 30-minute 10K. Think about it. <laughs> <laughs> think about it a track 50 percent of the time you're running around a bend you're running you're turning a corner half the time yeah that's so you a lot that slower corner. that's a lot tra slower than a tracks are, tracks faster than yeah, track on road. Faster. no 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 the, the track world record track world record is faster than the 10k there we I go don't, i don't think it is much it quicker is. any i don't think it's much quicker anymore though is it it's i think the roads quicker. are traditionally been quicker. quicker yeah yeah that's an interesting got, debate okay you've got lines you've got um you've got lights you've got fireworks you're gonna be quicker you're okay, just so so, so, what, so you do you want to have a bet do you want to have a bet because i bet i'll be slower than my pb so you reckon i'll beat my road pb on a track yeah which your is road pb is 3142 right 3142 yeah i reckon you'll be i reckon you're gonna oh but that's 18 seconds quicker than the pace yeah, but i reckon he's in reach. i reckon that's in, in solid shape right now after the marathon you've got the level you've just been doing the short shit you're gonna be fine man you're gonna be 21 30 21 31 30 this is what happens one beer and that's gone no, 31 30. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. gonna go. I'm gonna say you're gonna run 31.38. I wish I was as positive as you guys. I reckon um, I would be okay. very to dip on You have a pacer, Matt. You have a pacer. You're gonna. I'm very him. aware of the time, and we don't want another yeah. gone off the edge. So we got an, a minute and a half. I'd just like to sum up the the, the final thoughts, which are night of the ten thousand this weekend. Um, we're going to have a catch up afterwards next week and we're going to catch up about Neil running across Cornwall, um, me running two miles and a 1500 and Matt running the best 10k race in Europe. <laughs> and I mean, just just for instance, and I think if you're not going to have to listen for very much longer because you're going to hear it in a couple of seconds, but have a great week guys and i'll speak to you next wednesday and we'll have a surprise guest who may keep us here all night please live stream it for Matt, me final thoughts me. matt final thoughts <laughs> um that i wish i was eating neil's chicken dipper and drinking his beer so good yeah see you later <laughs> bye <laughs> see you next wednesday all right i'm down here at parliament hill track with the one and only matt kitchen the one and only the one that actually yeah power of 10 there's only oh, one and only Johnny here as well and we've got a couple of friends coming towards us perfect timing an ex-guest Johnny Suttle back on the podcast oh no oh no how are you the podcast where I got outshone in the same week by a real guest like two days later no <laughs> people are talking about that episode saying it was their favourite so far 
what the one that outshone me the week after. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll pause this. Lovely to see Johnny there. Johnny and Danielle. So we're in the shade. They've got two tents this year. One on the home straight, one on the back straight. The only thing providing shade. We're gonna have a little lap the wrong way. So, uh, how are you feeling, Matt? What are the feels today? Pretty nervous, actually. Um, it's quite, quite big, isn't it? It's quite a thing. Massive. It's quite a lot of, like the Seiko timing mats are a bit daunting. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> Yeah, no, no. And the fact that it's about 23 degrees is pretty scary as well. But other than that, no, looking forward to it. About 23, so you've been checking this <laughs> every 10 minutes to see what the... It's absolutely no shade, it's hot as hell. But yeah, no, it'll be good. So to give you a little idea of the situation here, it's, it's like being in a festival, which is for running. There's food carts all around the outside. There's on running in the middle. I've got a load of setup. Um, it's still barriers only at lane three but it's very different to the previous years where you've had people holding some tape proper uh, have you seen the on motto I'm quite a fan of that record was it records are set here dream on dreams come true here dream on very nice very good play on words how are you going man yeah not bad nice to see you see you too see you soon catch up just, just saying hi to all my mates, you know. <laughs> Big name on campus. Uh, I did that Tracksmith Mile the other day, and he's one of the photographers. He's a, he's a great photographer. I thought you were going to say he beat you down the home straight. Well, no, that was just one guy, Ed O'Moo. <laughs> you come second. I came third. No, one other guy was way off in front. Yeah, we couldn't get him. Um, what time did he get? He got... Actually, he was, in the end, only one second ahead of Ed. Ed put in... Put three seconds into me in 100 metres. Something, so, isn't what, it? so wait, what did he get? So 446 for the winner, 447 for Ed, okay. and 450 for me. I didn't sneak under. You know, I'd look around and I saw that I was third, so I might have taken my foot off the gas. And this is proof. Always run through the fucking line. <laughs> I didn't run through it, so I'm in a mile every second counts, right? It really does. But I'd, I'd worked hard. Lap three was tough. Eh? Oh yes, they're great. <laughs> so we just walked past the Morton tent, a couple of bottles Matt wants. This is the bar on the back straight. What an epic event. Um, to be free as well. So we're about 54 minutes from the from the race and Matt's gonna do some warm-up are you? What's your plan now for the next 50 minutes? Yeah, I'm gonna go for a 10-minute jog soon, a few strides, visit the facilities. <laughs> get changed and then hopefully it'll nearly be time yeah beautiful day here only issue <laughs> is if you're running yes <laughs> it's one of those stunning so the heat wave's about to kick in <laughs> so i think we'll leave you there that's a good pre-race intro see you on the other side run peel chat repeat, repeat. Down here on the bank. Second race is on. Uh, here with Georgia. She's just uh, done your warm up, yeah? Hello, yes. You may recognize me from the uh, Matt's Fact Melody. I feel like <laughs> I really starred in that segment. So, yeah, you might know my voice from uh, those appearances. And yeah, just done my warm up, feeling very, very, very toasty warm. <laughs> and um, yeah, excited to go and die on the track. <laughs> oh, you won't die, but definitely a nice, easy start, right? 
you got your dragonflies out, yeah, looking very yeah. green and clean. Got the dragonflies out, um, we'll probably be hobbling for the next few days, but we'll see how we go. Excited, yeah. excited to see what this uh, track racing biz is all about. Absolutely, especially at this kind of event. Um, so you were saying earlier to me, you are thinking of a time, or are you just going to go with feel in, the, in these conditions? I did have a time in mind, and I think that's gone out the window because I'm yeah. just sitting here. Um, so I'm not going to wear my watch and just sort of aim to pick up some people in the second half and just try and enjoy it. Enjoy it, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, chat to you after. Yeah, thanks, Sam. No, thank you. Welcome back, and I'm joined by Matt and Neil. Hey. Hello. How are we all doing on this lovely Wednesday? Really good. Neil's eating tortellini, so he's good. I'm good. I'm good. And it's a post-run tortellini as well. So just... Uh, the best kind. Yeah. I just finished work, gave the boy a bath, um, and ran up to the top of the hill, and oh. ran back down again in the fastest time I've ever done. So I'm happy with that. Just wanted oh. to go. Just, just burn, some, burn some energy. Um, How far is that? Um... Just under 13 kilometers. Ooh. Did you mention it was his fastest time? Yeah, I've, I've never I've never done it in un, under an hour before, but I just went, but it, you know, add the hill on. And it, yeah, it's 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 there. It was good. All right, Matt. So you've made it to the night of the 10,000 PBs, the notorious best 10K race in Europe, possibly the world. <laughs> Um, how did it go? Not great, should we say? <laughs> nah, it was, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic to like just to qualify and to to go and experience the day. So I'd actually not been before, so it was my first time just even attending. So, yeah, awesome, but yeah, in terms of the actual race, no, it was a, it was a shit show, wasn't it? But never mind. Well, talk us through, talk us through. So we chatted just before the race and you were, um, yeah, very hot. It was, it was 20, I mean, it was 23, but it felt a lot hotter than that. I don't know, 25, 27 during the day and obviously nervous because it was a lot of buildup. Those afternoon races are way tougher than the morning, aren't they? Because you've got the whole day to stew. And then... Um, and then what happened? So, so you went onto the track to do a couple of strides. That's the last time I, I shouted at you. Uh, yeah, we went onto the track. I, um, George Gurney, who we'd met a few races before, he had his bibs on the wrong way around. So I helped him switch his bibs. So he's, then, the guy, he's the guy who actually ended up beating both of us in that. 1538, 1539 one, the guy who was behind us but actually ended up running quicker um, overall because of COVIDness. And so he was in the same race as you, right? Yeah. He was, yeah. There were a few people. The guy that won Watford this year, I think he was in that race. Yeah. Um, Johnny and myself, obviously, from Queen's Park. Um, and then there were another couple of guys whose name I recognise, but I, I didn't see them, so I think they maybe called out in advance. But, um, yeah, no great field i think the guy the fastest guy in my race i don't know how he was in my race because it said he had a pb of sub 30 which um yeah doesn't stack up really but um 
I don't know if he won actually. I've no idea. I wasn't really with it when the race finished, so I've got no idea what the. I, I yeah, I actually don't know who won. Um, Do no, I don't actually. I was I was jogging around the outside of the track trying to find you. <laughs> Do you know how George did? He didn't do badly. I think I think he was in front of Johnny. And Johnny was top 10, right? He was sixth, I think. Sixth or seventh, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. Nice. Johnny yeah. was like 20, 32, 30 or something. I think he was talking about the heat being a bit of a factor um, of the, on the day, as well as it being quite a spectacular race. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, anyway, yeah, so yeah, I, I helped George out with his bib. An old bloke told us that we shouldn't rely on the pace and we should all just go for it because you only live once, um, which was wise advice when it's 23 degrees. And you, what's the point of having a pacer if, you, if, you're bad, if your advice is ignore the pacer? So um, everybody promptly ignored him and, um, and just followed the, followed the pacer. Um, yeah, and it was great. I've not done many races with pacers um, and we not only was there a human pacer that we had the lights as well first time i've ever seen them never mind being in a race with oh, called yeah. wave light so were these wave lights set at a pace specifically for your race not or not yeah so my race <laughs> my <laughs> race was there were two two sets of lights so 32 minutes and 32 30 right um, and yeah, won't lie, didn't even see him. I had no <laughs> idea. <laughs> I mean, we were just following the pacer, and the pacer was running bang on yeah. splits. So looking down at the floor seemed pretty pointless. Yeah. Um, so I found it, and Johnny came seventh, and George Gurney came fifth. Nice. About nine seconds between them. Um, yeah, that is... I mean, the guy who came last in your one was uh, 3519. Oh. Ouch. But yeah. And Christopher so, Greenwood won it. What was his time? Christopher Greenwood, and he did 3149. Oh, wow. He was, a, he was a V45 as well. I remember him now. Yeah, he was, wow. he, he was Wiley. And um, Ben Shearer, I recognise that name. He came third uh yeah so so a tough day and so you so you're running along and then you just yes yeah, so we started we started and i actually felt really <laughs> sorry, right. i actually felt really good i think when you've been nervous all morning just getting going is a bit of a relief anyway isn't it but um mm -hmm. so yeah felt fine did I, I have no idea how many laps did a few laps anyway feeling good and just like i said the pacer was just running solid 76 77 pretty much every single lap so that was perfect um and then just suddenly suddenly wasn't feeling so good and didn't last much longer than that to be honest so so just literally all of a sudden you you just started feeling a bit a bit lightheaded or yeah i you just was struggling to see it sounds ridiculous but yeah it just i just felt very like you say dizzy and just literally couldn't couldn't see very much and um i thought it would go away i thought i'd just sort of slow down and it'll go away and then i think i told you some i i don't know quite how but i whacked my hand on like a i don't know what it was a 
fence or what you know like a gate around the child no idea what it was wiped my hand on it anyway and thought no there's no like there's no way that this ends well when when you're not really you know conscious yeah. of where the barriers are and stuff um so this yeah. is on the back straight and which arm which hand did you hit left or right oh I've... well yeah it must have been the back straight right because it was the opposite the longer tunnel because um, that's where it does go to lane three cheer so that is quite a short you know and they had those big barriers so that does totally make sense that you you probably did just easily move a little bit and hit your hit your hand so it's not ridiculous to say that you you know you don't know how you did it that does make a lot of sense if you're feeling a bit a bit funny it's easy just to sway you know callum hawkins style we've all seen that kind of thing so it's fair enough yeah totally feasible I mean, he did do it like 25 miles into a marathon, though. I did it like five laps into a 10K, but never mind. Ooh. Never mind. All relative, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, no, I honestly, like, I, I, am very, I was very disappointed and quite embarrassed, I guess, because, like, you know, people come and support and people, like, people were watching and stuff. So, you know, it wasn't ideal. But looking back now, like, it, I'd, I'd be really disappointed if, I just, I was finding it hard and I just gave up, but it literally just, it didn't really feel like an option. It was like, it's like, this isn't going to end very well and it's going to end very soon anyway. Yeah. Like I don't feel very well at all. And so, yeah, anyway, that was that. Yeah, definitely just, just to say, you definitely shouldn't feel embarrassed because people were there for their own enjoyment. So whether you finished or not, they were, they were, they were there and they, you know, stayed and had beers and whatever. So it wasn't, relying on, on on that and everyone yeah. was hoping you you were all right so it was good to see you come back around um over the bridge and <laughs> yeah don't be embarrassed by it at all getting getting to that race is a massive thing in the first place so i'll just say that and um and then also you know that it was it was so bright at that time wasn't it it was it was as well as hot it was quite bright so you were going in and out of those um kind of tents every half a lap the and, tunnels of uh, love or whatever they were called yeah and, yeah and you that kind of thing like i don't know if you've ever done it but i remember in south africa i'd run inside from being outside and it was so much darker that i wouldn't be able to see for a couple of seconds and usually run into something um so i wonder if that's part of it you're, you're going in between and, and it's messing with your brain in a different way so something yeah, no, what, yeah i mean it's very easy to sit afterwards and sort of make excuses or look for reasons or whatever i mean yeah it, it was bright coming out of those tunnels but i mean it's bright for everyone and i don't know i should i probably should have known i've had stuff in the past with like heat and dehydration and stuff i probably should have planned better i mean the forecast was for it to be hot so yeah this is yeah. one of those things really and like you say like qualifying really happy to qualify it's a track race it's not you know like it was never going to be the you know most important race of the year i don't you know track i enjoy track but it's not not my thing so it, i was doing it because of the event and it was you know like you say amazing to to qualify and to go and stuff and fortunately after a little while i felt pretty good and could enjoy the rest of the day i was worried that i'd have to go home or whatever and miss yeah. miss all the rest of it and it just gets better and better doesn't it like as a spectacle it's yeah right. I'm, glad you got, I'm glad you got to stay or you you were you weren't too it wasn't too taken out of you that you that you couldn't stay so that, that was good yeah so yeah. you say no more track but 1500 next right 
<laughs> not a chance. But Bill, what did he say? Open the lungs or whatever he said. Not a chance. <laughs> Way too painful. Now, I'll leave that to you, Sam. You, oh, can have the, you can have the mile PB for the podcast. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, like you say, we, we, we stuck around. Neil, you were at a wedding, but you were watching on your phone. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. It was great. It was a great day. So um, there was another men's race. Then there was um, Georgia was it was it um 4 30 and i watched the start of her race she um she had an unfortunate 24 out of 25 laps and and had miscounted so stopped then and by the time the, the steward had taken off her chip she realized oh she was told that she'd only done 9.6 k which is really annoying especially because apparently she was running well you, you were there for that right matt yeah no she I mean, she did everything that I should have done. She was much more sensible. Um, and, you know, she she wore appropriate clothing for a hot, sunny day. She, um, she yeah, she she pumped herself full of water and all that sort of stuff and just set off at, set off at a really sensible pace. So I, th- I can't remember her PB. It's like 35, isn't it? Something yeah, like 35 to 20, something like that. And she said, she said she set off at like 36, 30 pace. So she really, you know eased in and I think again it's really easy to look back and whatever but the women's race the one thing I'll say about the women's race was I said that my two pacing lights were separated by 30 seconds I think the women's race was separated by like a minute and a half which shows like the spread of that field they obviously had a lot fewer women's races and so the 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 races that they did have had quite a spread of sort of times and pbs and stuff and so yeah that i think really sort of added to this you had no idea really who was on what lap because they were so spread out from really early on yeah and i think yeah to your point georgia was running in a group i think and there were these at the end of the lap there were these people sort of pointing at people and saying you know you're on your last lap or whatever and so she thought a person had pointed at her and said you're on your last lap Oh. And it turns out she was pointing at somebody else. And so Georgia, you know, did a storming last lap, came through, stopped to watch, as you say. And then somebody just came up and said she'd not run enough, which is disappointing. But she she had texted me earlier in the day saying, I'm I'm not gonna wear a watch because I'm you know oh, I was about to ask. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she um so she was basically reliant on because there were, you know, there were lap counter electronic board things saying how but they just followed the leader right so yeah if you're a lap or two behind the leader it's kind of quite hard to know what lap you're on i guess so so complicated i mean i found i found doing it at queen's park you know when we did our club 10k champs um obviously a big mix of people there so there's lots of people lapping you you lapping lots of people as well but yeah probably not nearly as um difficult is when you've got the kind of blaring sunshine and a lot of people kind of shouting and hearing and stuff splashing beer everywhere and publication of someone shouting out you're on your last lap in fact i'm pretty sure that's that's been bill on the occasion you are definitely on your last lap no absolutely not bill absolutely don't listen to bill on that (laughs) occasion i i should the one thing i want to say about georgia though is like she took it very very well you know, I was kind of, you know, miserable for a bit. Well, I just wasn't feeling very well. But, you know, you're kind of down and disappointed and whatever. And and she was like, oh, doesn't really matter. 
you know, I enjoyed the day. It wasn't my PB anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, but, yeah, wow. she just took it really, really well. Whereas I think I'd be so frustrated if I'd run 24 laps of a, of a 10K and run quite, you know, paced it really well and judged it. And yeah, it's, oh. it's a shame, but no. Yeah, that is real bugger. I think, yeah. um, I can't remember, was it her or was it somebody who said, you know, at least we, I think, I swear it was her. She said, at least we got to go that side of the barrier or something. And I was like, yeah, that's yeah. such a good point. Yeah, that is nice. That really is it. You know, it's, it's, it's tough to get into the start line there. So something to be proud of. Definitely not embarrassed. Um, <laughs> so then by the time I got back, there were a couple of mile races, which uh, are a new addition. I thought those are fascinating because yeah, obviously were, a lot yeah. quicker, four laps, um, one men's, one women's. The um, Both of them had incredible fields and... Um, <laughs> it was that George Mills looked like he was going to win it with 100 meters to go, went to the front, and I think he came seventh or something like that. <laughs> it was, it was, these two guys came flying past. It was Copeland and Stonia who were like right on the line, and someone just threw himself across the line and won it. And it was just the kind of thing you imagine from the Cram Ovet and all those lot era. And uh, it was fascinating, wasn't it? So, what Bill said as well, though, like, you see it on TV in mile races that they kind of jostle at the start and whatever, and it, and it looks quite physical. But seeing it in person, they properly kind of like throw each other out of the way, don't they, and kind of fight for that first corner and stuff. And it's, yeah, it looked, it looked sort of intimidating, right? So yeah. you really have to fight to get your spot. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got your spikes, so you can just spike anyone who comes up behind you. I yeah. was I would say I was terrified because the the night before the night of the 10k it was the um was it the Diamond League and did you see is it Elba Carney cut his hand open was that on somebody's spike and so I just spent I spent the whole morning thinking I really don't want to get spiked but <laughs> like, I don't want to cut my hands or my legs or whatever so I was so careful about me I only ran three laps or whatever. Uh, I was so careful of people spikes now. I was terrified by that. Jeez, yeah. Um, and then after that, we went through to a couple of the other quick ones, like Alex Lepetra was in one from Highgate. We always see him around at races. Looked like he was running well, but now it's getting cooler as well. So all of them had a nice advantage, I'll say. Um, the the um, men's, women, uh, the men's A race and the women's A race were were fascinating. I think um, Jess Judd is a different league, but she she looked like she was she was having to work for it with the with the group that were going and Samantha Harrison. Um, she came through and ran really well. And, and then that last lap, did she run? What did she run? Sixty five or something for the last lap. I don't have that here, but she ran overall. She ran. Um, yeah, 31, 22, so. Yeah, I think she said she was in a, in a post-race interview, like either her coach or someone just said, just go for it on the last lap or the last, you know, yeah, it was the last full lap. She was just like, like big smiles all the way around. She said she couldn't believe it. She said, this, ne she said, this never happens to me. So I've always like, in, generally, I'm always like up there. Never, I'm never the person that actually wins it. 
Yeah. And I've never, never actually won one, like like oh, this no. big. So this, is, this is just like, this is me lapping it up. What an event. And so, yeah, to, to, to get through. With all those fireworks that you get on the, the, the penultimate lap and then the finish. And just, that's why she said, I, I, I've celebrated like a mad person. Like, yeah, their funny. their lights were set for the was it world champs qualifying or something. Yeah, and going into I can't remember if it was the, actually the last lap or the penultimate lap or something, but she was genuinely about forty meters behind those lights because we were all saying, "Oh, she, you know, she's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. She's basically on her own by this point." And miles behind those lights, and then she finished like three seconds inside. She absolutely romped that last lap. It was incredible. <laughs> That is incredible, isn't it? And then the men's men's A race, I think, um, you know, Jake Smith was one to watch and he was running well. Ben Connor was in that group. Um, yes, incredible. And they're just looking at this, this group here. There's Hugo Milner, who is always strong. He came 20th, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, and then Jack Rowe came 12th. Um, but the top was um, this guy, Sam Atkins, was top Brit. And he's famously recently been um, unsponsored. So I think he's coming out with a sponsor, according to his Instagram, soon. Interestingly, um, covered up, he was wearing the GB vest and he covered up the Nike um, tick on the side with, with some black tape. So whether that means he's going to reveal that he's with Nike or not, I think probably not. But um, it'd be interesting to see who he goes with. Uh, and he ran really well. I mean, he beat Emil Caress, who at the cross country on Parliament Hill recently ran just amazingly. I think he was second to Mohammed Mohammed and just incredible running. Um, I mean, Ben Connor, who always looks so easy and accomplished, he was fifth and then just absolutely annihilating everyone by 15 seconds was um, Cripper, who runs in the Diamond League. He was amazing, wasn't he? Yeah, that finish again. Finish was something special, wasn't it? He just looked so easy. It, it looked really chilled. I thought I was waiting <clears> for him just to blow up at some point because he started pulling out, pulling a lift. Watching it, watch it on television, it was because um, I'd obviously paused it to, to get to watch Eurovision. And I thought I was going to get myself set up, get my food, you know, post wedding. This is just the most wonderful thing. Um, but yeah, seeing it was the lights that stressed me out watching I was seeing it as like, it's chasing you this green light is chasing you they were way up in fact him and the two brits were way up on the lights yeah taking it in, in in turns to sort of take the lead and in fact there was a point when um uh god tell me the names of the two brits again um atkins and caress right so i think it was caress who told Atkins to pull his weight or so, well, it might have been the other, no, the other way around yeah shouted said pointed get in front kind of thing and I think they were, they showed it on the commentary <laughs> the guy that had just been sort of yeah Caress had sort of been holding back just being uh, yeah letting the other two go for it but anyway he, he got pushed into the front and did his stint and his stint he they ended up like pulling back a tiny little bit anyway the guy that ends up winning it gets his go in front again and just shoots off and at this point the other two tried to go to him it was just before then just before this other guy took the lead was when Jake Smith was just getting onto the back of them he just worked his way up to them and then he was getting no help from his 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 pack either 
but the moment the guy that ends up winning it took took the lead and just ends up firing off into the distance is when Jake Smith's dropped and, and the other two are sort of in sort of no man's land and um, the race is kind of over really yeah but the the, the he absolutely annihilated the um the, the record and got 17 what 16 or something nearly close to a, his own his own PB which is like six seconds off it or something so. yeah and um, and and he he got uh he got <clears> on the, the new edition which was this seesaw where you got your weight in beer so you sat on one side of it and then the bag putting beer boxes on the other side just to see but everyone with those wily little runners they were getting like five or six boxes of beer um although 60 even 60 kilograms of beer sounds quite a lot to me yeah i did enjoy it after every race when they were like um because it's i forget their name sorry i forget their name the dad is the organizer of the london marathon and the son is the organizer of richmond marathon Grails. Uh, no anyway the young guy was like doing the weighing and he was like dad you're good at maths are you how many beers is that if each box has got how many beers he was like uh, 84 beers 84 beers everyone just went nuts and the crowd were like oh no, it was that, that was very fun. I mean, just yeah, just as a general event and spectacle, it is nuts, right? Like the, the amount of people that were there and the, like the noise and stuff as well. You, I've not been at a running event with pretty even with that many people. Like, I've not done the London Marathon yet. I mean, there were what do you reckon? That like, I think there are pretty in the thousands of people there. Oh, yeah, definitely, That's and it's getting hundreds. bigger getting bigger every year it was it was nice though because it wasn't like so packed that you couldn't stand around at that finishing straight but um yeah. but it was definitely bigger than the last time I went was in 2019 and it's uh it's it's just such an amazing event isn't it for for the sport and people in like the community you see everyone um involved in running that could kind of get to London was there yeah I think I think what's most impressive though is that maybe the london marathon is the same but like there were so many people there that clearly just didn't you know aren't that into running yeah you know, I, I went to work on monday and a load of people had had been or like at least had been for the evening um and they, they are not interested in running at all they have no interest in running and they took their family they took their wife kids and stuff and each race is half an hour like it's not <laughs> it's not like mile races or track races that are yeah. short quick it's like engaging all the time these are races that take half an hour each and there's like 10 of them and people were going and yeah i just i don't know it's incredible that they put something on based around something that takes half an hour of running around in circles and they've got thousands of people to just literally be engaged the whole time and make yeah. a load of noise and yeah brilliant yeah there's a an I mean, it's getting it's getting close to horse racing really so, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> Like day out at the races, you know, you've got 10 races that are on, they all separate for half an hour. It's very similar. <laughs> Except you're not all we need now is the gambling. Yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah, there's been this um, article doing the rounds that athletics should take more from uh, Formula One. And I think that's starting to, it's the way it's done. I think obviously you could do the TV behind the scenes type thing with characters like Jake Smith or similar. Um, but in terms of atmosphere, that's phenomenal, isn't it? I mean, that's up there. It's got to be up there with Formula One when you only see the cars every five minutes or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, 
definitely an amazing event and I'm glad it's still free and I'm glad it's still so local so we can stumble home and Dali can come along with us and yeah fascinating so we'll next year we'll all be there but we'll be the other side of the barrier so three twelves we've got to run three twelves and we might be in with a chance but it's probably going to get quicker again (laughs) happy dash it is no it's like two weeks after London though happy dash why don't we do Battersea Summer League 22nd of August it's hard it's not closed you know not closed paths and stuff Mm, interesting maybe but tough what when's um when's telford that's the other quick one isn't it? telford yeah georgia did yeah, that you know what it'll be quite good to get to get out and do some of these like national 10k things yeah let's look at that we could do another series around that as well um yeah, be quite good quite good tour actually quite fun i do abby dash again i just i, I definitely would Worthing, gonna... Worthing 10k, I think that's on the on the tour. I think <laughs> just get a non-windy day and we'll be fine. Oh god, yeah. Last year it was the 12th of December 21. So Ooh. December. Is that is that conducive to a PB though? I know of course that... it is. It's literally one of the fastest races in the country. But Why would it not be? That doesn't matter, does it? Does that matter? It doesn't, of course it of course it doesn't matter. Really just, awesome. just... Spring is warmer, is better. Anyway, we'll have a look for one, but it's been fascinating. And um, I'm looking forward to to putting all this together. We've got some interesting parts to this uh, this, this podcast. Yeah, a few steps here and there. Yeah, you can listen to me pick myself up and then pull out after 3K. You were very cautious not to. Anyway. Great to chat, guys. Cheers, guys. Bye. See you. See you next time. Run. Peel. Chat. Repeat. Repeat. Repeat.